This is Dan from Burlington, Vermont, and now I'm tuning in to the new TNN. Alright everyone, chill, chill, chill! Ooh, party! Allow me to break the ice. I'm afraid my condition has left me cold to your pleas of mercy. What killed the dinosaurs? The Ice Age! Freeze in hell! Take two of these. And call me in the morning. Sub-Zero, wait. Alright everyone. Chill. Pop Culture Addicts. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say something here real quick, and it's gonna sound like I'm speaking in tongue to a lot of you, and to some of you, you might get what I'm talking about, and that's fine, but I'm only presenting it up front, so you know that I mean what I say. High punch, high punch, low punch, low kick, high kick, back, and high kick. Now, <laughs> those are the button combinations for a six-hit combo for the video game Mortal Kombat 3, when you use the character Sub-Zero. So when I sit here and tell you that growing up as a youngster, I played a lot of Mortal Kombat and my favorite character was Sub-Zero, I think, I think you probably agree now that what I'm saying is a factual statement. Now I'm not proud of the fact that I can recant that from memory. And, and I might have had to do it a little bit slower and I swear to you without notes, I can't prove it, but you know, what are you gonna do? Um, and, and hey, if you wanna take it a step further, uh, Standing next to your opponent, hit block and run five times. At the hit block and run at the same time five times, and that's Sub Zero's fatality for Mortal Kombat Three. So, why am I mentioning all this? Because you're listening to a brand new program here on the new TNN called Freeze Man. And what do we do here on Freeze Man? Well, we take a look at the almost copyright infringing sports entertainer known only as. Glacier. What we do here on Freeze Man is Johnny C is going to watch every Glacier match that he can find. I, I was going to say every Glacier match on the WWE Network, but you know I might be able to find things here or there on YouTube, and just for funsies. And I'm going to talk to uh, all of you about what I discovered during these Glacier matches. Why? I think Glacier is a pretty big known. Uh, gaff in the realm of sports-based entertainment, but as a Sub-Zero fan and a Mortal Kombat fan of the time, I mean, seriously, I, I should have loved Glacier. And I was always a WWF kid over a WCW kid. Even when WCW got really cool, it was hard for me to admit that WCW was better, but I was still, uh, the War Rossling Federation, blood ran through my veins, if you will. Um, but I should have loved Glacier. And I know Glacier is hokey and cheesy. And he took... Was was I the only one not surprised that a character named Glacier took forever to show up? Glaciers don't move fast. We should have all understood that it took 
time and effort for a glacier to expand into the realm of sports entertainment. You know, we started all the way over to law enforcement, and now here the glacier has arrived uh, to entertain all of us. I should be doing Eric Bischoff instead of Vince McMahon, because Glacier is more of an Eric Bischoff vehicle. But to to sum everything up, I want to I want to watch Glacier. I want to track the slow moving trajectory of the Glacier character. Take a look at his matches. All right, and here specifically is what we're looking for. Well, we definitely want to be entertained first and foremost. Okay, so we're looking at these. From a standpoint of, a, there's a couple of, because uh, I'm going to rank each match on a fun scale that I've invented, okay? Here's what we're looking for in each match. Entertainment. Whether that's good wrestling, hilarity, botches, insane stupidity, that's entertainment. Okay? So that's one of the the KPIs. We've got three KPIs here. Key performance indicators. Ah, the brand has three multiple KPIs. The first is entertainment value. The second, we're looking for direct or indirect, clear-cut-as-day references to Mortal Kombat. Okay? I don't know if they exist. I don't know. And obviously, you know, the fact that Glacier looks like Unmasked Sub-Zero is one. But we're looking specifically to see if there's anything Mortal Kombat-inspired in Glacier's moveset, in, in what Glacier does as a performer, and what have you, which leads us into point number three, we're looking for copyright infringement. We're looking to see how close we could get to copyright infringement, which is ironic because, you know, Warner Brothers now owns the Mortal Kombat gaming franchise, and of course, you know, if if things would have stuck out the way they were, and Nitro was still on TNT, I mean, you get where I'm going here, so... And plus, TNT would later have that Mortal Kombat TV show. Was it Mortal Kombat Conquest? I, see, I did. I'm a, I like the games. Uh, I, I like the 1995 movie. Oh, I did an entire episode on the 2021 Mortal Kombat movie that you could listen to on Junkman, where I talked about Mortal Kombat in great detail. But, you know, the Mortal Kombat stuff is just kind of for fun on the end. But I, I'm mainly looking for the entertainment value, okay? Now, I did invent my own ranking system for each match. And here's how it's going to go. So as I mentioned, my favorite Mortal Kombat character is Sub-Zero. This wasn't solidified until Mortal Kombat 3 when Sub-Zero took off the mask. No one cared who I was till I put on the mask. Well, that's Bane's point of view. But in terms of Johnny C's life, he didn't care about Sub-Zero until he took off the mask. I love unmasked Sub-Zero, which is why Glacier should have been a key striking point for me. But, uh, you know, wrestling matches are usually ranked on a scale of five stars. I'm going to explain the, the three-star one, and then I'll work up to four and five, and then we'll do two and one. It'll make sense, promise. So right in the middle, at like a three-star match, based on the terms that we've outlined, that is a Sub-Zero wins ranked match. A four-star encounter of entertainment would be Sub-Zero wins flawless victory. A five-star match, if we ever get there, would be Sub-Zero wins flawless victory fatality. Which means not only did you not get hit, but you also killed your opponent with a fatality. I like it. I think it it works. Now, a two-star match. Working back. See, that's why I had to do three, four, and five together, because they build off of one another. A two-star match is you lose. Pretty self-explanatory. A one-star match, the depths of hell, would be you lose. 
nudality. Which would mean your opponent did the fucking nudality to you. Which, of course, is a fake-ass thing that fucking video game magazines made up way back in the day. And, uh, you know, the gospel spread that there was a nudality in Mortal Kombat. And, of course, there wasn't. And so I like the brand synergy there. It's a fake-ass code for a fake-ass sport. All right. I think that outlines the trajectory pretty well. Um, you know, I'm not here to talk about, like, the onslaught of vignettes, all right? I, I want to get started, you know, right at the genesis of Glacier's in-ring career. And I'll tell you what, the first match we're going to cover is an encounter between Glacier and Big Bubba from the September 16th, 1996 edition of Nitro. And I'm going to tell you, folks, I'm really only looking at Glacier here. I can't, I can't dig into everything on Nitro. It's not going to happen. Go listen to the Wrestling Warzone on the North South Connection Podcast Network. It's a great show. But I will let you know that even if you're not going to watch this Glacier match, it's worth pulling up the WWE Network on Peacock and looking at the graphic for the September 16th, 96 episode because it's my boy Glacier in a martial arts stance with a dissatisfied Big Bubba looking on like, Are you kidding me? i got to fight this guy. The guy thinks he's some kind of ninja. I'm Big Bubba. I ain't afraid of no ninjas. I said ninjas, by the way. I want to make that very clear. Ninjas. All right. So, anywho, I think that uh, I don't want to be a slow movie. as a glacier. It's freeze, man. That's our introduction. Let's dive into the career of the glacier. So, our journey begins on the aforementioned Nitro, and we're about to head to a commercial break. But as you do before you go to a commercial break, you got to hype. The upcoming contest on your wrestling show. So we go to a pre-tape as we're heading to commercial of the man himself, Big Bubber. And before this commercial break, Bubba has words for Glacier. And they sound a little like this. Glacier, karate man, remember one thing. Wax on, wax off, the crane, the tiger, won't work in World Championship Wrestling. I beat people up 100% of the time, full time for a living, and on Monday Nitro, I'm going to do the same to you. We fade out to the commercial, so multiple things here that I have to mention from this amazing presentation. Number one, he calls him Karate Man, which I love because that's the same insult that the fat guy bully in the awesome cheese fest no retreat no surrender from like 1985 a movie it is uh uses against the kid that knows martial arts he's like karate no no wait it's the it's a drunk guy in a bar uses it against the karate kid's dad he's like karate man i'm gonna beat you up and and it's glorious it's glorious then glacier glacier bubba says quote remember one thing and he lists multiple things Wax on, wax off, the crane, the tiger. Oh, I just love it. And then icing on the cake. You know, 100% of the time, I beat people up full time. It's so reminiscent of the gag from Anchorman with Sex Panther. Like, 90% of the time, it works every time. Mmm. You know, Brian, that doesn't even make sense. I just, I just love it. We head to the commercial, and we're back. And ladies and gentlemen, shades of, that's gotta be Kane. The arena is drenched in a blue light special. It's the second hour of Monday Nitro, so our hosts are Eric Bischoff, Mike Today, and Bobby the Brain Heenan. 
Now Glacier's theme, which sounds eerily like the Mortal Kombat theme song, starts to penetrate my eardrums and Eric's all like, long-awaited debut of Glacier here on Nitro, and let's take a look! That's my sort of I'm-not-swarmy Eric Bischoff commentary voice. It's not very good. But Glacier emerges! Now, Glacier's outfit is just Sub-Zero's outfit from Mortal Kombat 3, but they've added some extra special features to make sure they don't get sued. He's got like an armor shoulder pad on one shoulder, and he's got an armor helmet. Now, ironically, this armored helmet would appear on Sub-Zero years later on the PlayStation 2, I think it was. So, yeah. Uh, now, here is a very important point I'd like to make about our copyright infringement tracker. Glacier over his, or on and over and under his right eye, has a blue emblem painted on. You know, like face paint. Folks, that is exactly where Sub-Zero's scar is in Mortal Kombat 3. So it's like, ah, Glacier, I got an idea. You know, the kids love this Mortal Kombat thing, but we can't infringe on all the copyrights. So why don't you just paint it right there? Yeah, that's good. So the face paint is in place of the scar. Ooh, that's close. Now, he's still in the entranceway. Shades of a stripper! Glacier pulsates to the beat of his own music and does hand movements. Bischoff explains, Glacier performs his kata, a traditional martial arts exercise. Uh, Glacier takes his helmet off. He does have bleached blonde hair, unlike Sub-Zero, so that's, that's, you know, that's not too bad. A very intense look on the eyes. Speaking of which, one of them is blue. How many eyes does he have? That's it, Bobby the Brain Eaten, and it's true. Glacier does have like a contact lens blue eye, but but blue is a common eye color. I mean, Eric, I've got two of them, and having eyes of a different color isn't a big deal. It's just heterochromia. Now, what is heterochromia? Well, my good friend James McAvoy might say, well, heterochromia is a mutation, baby. A very groovy mutation. Mike Tanay spills the secrets of the WCW locker room and mentions that uh, Glacier debuted on Pro. Oh, come on, man. Debuted on Pro? Well, I know all the wrestlers are talking about this guy. There's talk he's going to take wrestling to a new level. Well, if Bobby's talking about, like, the pit or the subway, those are some new levels from Mortal Kombat games. Glacier enters the ring, and my god, the ice-based powers of this man. It's snowing here on Nitro, and it's true. It's snowing here on Nitro. Glacier removes his armor and his mouth mask as he's draped up on the top rope and yells, this is where Tanae sort of spills the tea about the back, uh, about the locker room. I, I spoke out of turn earlier. Bobby, you talked about wrestlers talking about Glacier. Again! Mike today is a restater. I continue. I almost get the sense of some jealousy amongst the wrestlers. I know Bubba talked about this as well. Well, the guys in the Dungeon of Doom are all talking about this Glacier. Glacier stands in the center of the ring with his own spotlight and poses some more. Now, Bischoff is stoked to be calling this match and he's ready for some martial arts exhibition. Then, folks, I want to start a, a little, little side conversation here. Bischoff mentions that both Glacier's father and Glacier's brother 
were law enforcement officers. And at some point in his life, Glacier had to make a choice. And shades of Bruce Wayne, Glacier chose to travel the world and eventually end up in Japan to learn the martial arts. Now, now this is a side conversation. Based on this information about a Glacier, I have to assume that Glacier was the jumping off point for the character of Gordy, lovingly played by David Arquette from the film Ready to Rumble, who found himself in a similar predicament where his entire family was composed of police officers and all he wanted to do was be a pro wrestler. And if you'll recall, Gordy would sit at the table with his sister, his dad, and his mom, and they were all in their cop uniforms. So I like to picture Glacier at the same dinner table. You know, his dad and his brother sitting across from him. They're in their, like, fucking state highway patrol uniforms. And Glacier's just in, like, a karate gi. And Glacier's dad's like, uh, now, son, I'm looking around this here table, and, uh, one of these things is not like the other. Back in the arena, referee Mark Curtis calls for the bell. And this match is going to be contested under blue light special rules because the blue light, folks, it's here for the entire match, for better or worse. Glacier does some more kata demonstrations and then bows to referee Mark Curtis. Now, referee Mark Curtis, I will never say an unkind word about, but I will say he's the most expressive referee in the history of our sport. And it's too bad that Big Bubba is standing in front of referee Mark Curtis, so I couldn't really get his reaction to the bow. But it looks like he moves a little bit, as if to say, like, well, okay, if you want bow, that's fine. Glacier enters his ready stance towards Big Bubba. As soon as Glacier stomps down and enters the ready stance, Bubba flinches back like, oh, what the hell, boy, what are you doing? Like, you fucking have to see it to believe it. Uh... The ready stance that Glacier is in does not match the fighting stance of Sub-Zero, so no copyright infringement. He katas some more and bows to Big Bubba, but Big Bubba lunges forward, but Glacier grabs the legs, and Bubba takes a back bomb. The first offensive maneuver of a Glacier. Both athletes circling each other now. Bubba goes for a big clothesline for the Dungeon of Doom, but it's ducked. Glacier! Hits a huge standing right kick! But no contact is made. He just kind of keeps the foot by Bubba's face as if to say, Look at what I could have done to you. Yes, I sound like Jean-Claude Van Damme for some reason. Now Bischoff! Bischoff is hyped. Just got a good look at a standing sidekick. He locked that sidekick down. He had his hip rolled over. Perfect control though. Didn't lose control of his upper body. Thank you, Sensei Eric. Bubba lunges forward yet again, but Glacier grabs Bubba's arm and leads Bubba down to the mat like a small child. Glacier's now in the center of the ring, sort of doing like a bring it on stance. He's just there like, come on, bring it on. Glacier hits a martial arts gut kick, then an arm ringer that makes Bubba flip forward. Big Bubba is just making Glacier look like a thousand dollars here. A little gut kick attempted by Glacier. Bubba catches it and slaps the Glacier man in the face. Glacier counters with a standing one leg drop kick. Then, then, two spinning roundhouse kicks that make Bubba back into the corner. And folks, the roundhouse kick is a patented Mortal Kombat maneuver. Bischoff. Extremely excited by this martial arts display, referee Mark Curtis calls for separation as Bubba is in the corner. 
Eric Bischoff gives us an update on the scorecard. He's like, well, it's, it's the kick-based scorecard. Bischoff's like, we've seen many kicks. One has landed. A few have missed. Bubba slowly moves to the outside of the ring. Glacier lunges forward. And Big Bubba hits an uppercut. Which is a huge staple of Mortal Kombat. I can't believe Bubba was the one that did the uppercut. But nonetheless, an uppercut occurred. Back inside the ring now, Bubba unleashes his patented offense of punch, punch, punch. He Irish whips Glacier. Glacier leaps just so Big Bubba can catch him for the spine buster. Come on, Glacier. If you're going to leap into the air in a wrestling contest and you get caught, you have to do some sort of a wrestling maneuver to give us a reason for why you were jumping. Now, folks... Bubba is in control for just seconds here in the match, and Bubba does not waste any time. As JR would say, uh, Bubba's maximizing his minutes in front of the camera because Bubba springs up from the spine buster and he executes his own martial arts kata. The crowd pops huge for this, so he must be somewhere in the south. Bubba then calls for the crane kick shades of Daniel LaRusso and does indeed do the crane kick position. However, unbeknownst to Big Bubba behind his back, Glacier, ladies and gentlemen, does the splits and rises up to the mat in a standing position. Couple things, ouch! But most importantly, when Glacier is doing the splits, one of his legs is bent backwards, one is straight and facing forward. Folks! That is the exact same position that Sub-Zero enters when he does his patented special move, the slide! Bubba sees Glacier when he turns around. A little gut kick executed by Bubba. It's caught. A leg sweep by Glacier! Holy shit! Glacier pressed back and low kick to execute the leg sweep. You all know that's a trademark Mortal Kombat maneuver. Because sometimes you play against like your girlfriend and all she does is sweep your leg over and over again and you lose. It's very real. It happens. Big Bubba is up. Glacier unleashes a nine hit combo. Eric Bischoff makes the call. A blow, chops to the chest, back leg, round kicks to the midsection, hook kick, round kick combination, hook kick right over the top of the head, round kick to the face, nice hook, round kick, round kick combination, difficult maneuver and performed flawlessly by Glacier. Come on, Eric. You just said performed flawlessly. Shades of flawless victory. And you paused for a few seconds before you said it, because you knew. You knew you were copyright infringing. Now I'll admit, Glacier's hook kick was cool. Another leg swip delivered by the Sub-Zero Ben. Front roll over the corpse of Big Bubba. Glacier in a ready stance. Another roundhouse kick. Glacier covers. One, two, three. It's over. And what a victory for the Iceman. Eric sums up what we just saw. Kung Fu, Taekwondo, and Shogun Karate all melded with wrestling ability. This glacier could be a great force in WCW. I like him! Adds Poppy. <laughs> Which just lets you know he don't like him at all. Uh, this Shotokan Karate sounds awfully similar to Shao Kahn. The bad guy in Mortal Kombat, but that's fine. Glacier stripper music hits. He hits his stripper routine. Tanae adds... It seems the temperature in the building has dropped 20 to 30 degrees. 
And that's the end of the first contest. So, let's recap, shall we? What do we see here? Well, we saw roundhouse kicks and leg sweeps, staples of Mortal Kombat. We talked about how Glacier's face paint is a cheap attempt to mimic Sub-Zero's scar without breaking any laws. Eric Bischoff said flawless, folks. I mean, come on. If you watch a sample of 100 matches with Eric Bischoff on commentary, this is probably the only one where he says flawless. There's too much brand synergy there. Bubba's promo was hilarious. Bubba's antics of a karate nature were hilarious. And I love how Bobby the Brain Heenan shit all over Glacier by praising him. Folks, it don't get no bigger than this. I don't know how you top this. This was huge. My official ranking. Sub-Zero wins. Flawless victory. Fatality. Oh, a complete five-star debut for Glacier. Quite a hot start for the cold man, folks. I mean, this is everything I wanted from doing this. It was perfect. Let's see if the streak can continue as we move forward to the September 24th, 1996 edition of Monday Nitro. Now, Glacier's appearance takes place in hour one of WCW Monday Nitro this week, which means Tony Schiavone and the living legend Larry Zabisco are on the call for this one. We get started right away, and here comes... The man! Goldberg is... Oh, wait. It's not Goldberg. It's actually Pat Tanaka. You might know Pat Tanaka from such tag teams as Bad Company and the Orient Express. But he absolutely has Bill Goldberg's theme music. I enjoyed that quite a bit. Ah, uh, Pat Tanaka, very schooled in the martial arts himself. But now, we await Glacier. Glacier's Mortal Kombat music hits. He steps out to the arena, but he's facing backwards this time as he executes his kata. Nice, you gotta change it up a little bit. Uh, Tony indicates that he was very impressed last week by Glacier's antics. But was Larry Zabisco impressed? <coughs> Hold on, I haven't done Larry in a while. <coughs> Alright, here we go. Well, this guy, expert in the martial arts, the complete discipline of the martial arts, uh, combinations of the hard and soft styles, and Pat Tanaka, this is a good test for this man. <laughs> okay. I mean, it might be a real thing, but I want to pretend that he made up the hard and soft styles. Glacier takes his helmet off. He's not wasting any time posing this week as he heads for the ring as the snow falls. Tony talks more about Glacier's cop family like it was a big deal. Like like it was this huge crossroad in a man's life to choose between becoming a cop or traveling the Orient, as Tony calls it. Seriously! Like my dad. Like if my dad, like, fucking sold donuts? Like... My destiny is not, Johnny C must decide your life of selling donuts or perhaps traveling the Orient to find himself. No! I just study whatever I want. This isn't a sitcom. Anywho, Glacier mounts the buckle, takes his mask off, once again yells, Yeah! So at least it's consistent. Larry Zabisco pontificates further, though, on Glacier's hard life choices. And ladies and gentlemen, 
I quote, Well, the man makes a decision. You have to go with it. So right there, I mean, he's made his decision. He's given it at the, his life's being, his force. And what a force it is. It's snowing in here. Oh, my God. What? I want to do that again. And I want you to really pay attention here. Well, the man makes a decision. You have to go with it. So right there. I mean, he's made his decision. He's given it at the, his life's being, his force. And what a force it is. It is snowing in here. I don't have the words, but it just makes me happy to be alive. Uh, Glacier Center Ring does his kata display, Shades of Last Week. Tony notes that uh, aside from his victory over Big Bubba, he picked up another win on pro against the Gambler. But this is a test unlike any other. It's martial arts versus martial arts. Zabisco lets us know that he is fully equipped to call such a contest when he says, quote, <clears throat> Well, Tanaka can, he can take care of himself, so Glacier here, I'm a, you know, I'm a black belt, Ishinru Karate, Okinawan form, I'm going to keep my eye, well, I'll let you know what's going on between Tanaka and Glacier, oh, Tony, fucking Larry, I just have this vision of Larry Zabisco in a karate gi with a black belt, playing some golf, uh, I'm going to use my 9-iron in the Shokuten form, Okinawan style, along with the soft and hard, Tony. I'm going to get a hole-in-one. Larry Zabisco is a gift, ladies and gentlemen. A gift. But now, ladies and gentlemen, we must determine if this match itself is a gift. Glacier looks ready to go in the corner, and we get a really good look at his multicolored eyes. And I'm happy to report that referee Mark Curtis is back to officiate another blue-based encounter. Mark Curtis should just be Glacier's personal referee. His theatrics should accompany every Glacier performance. I hope they do. Um, Tony Schiavone at this point makes a comment. Speaking of sneaky, Pat Tanaka stayed on the outside during Glacier's entrance. Nobody was talking about sneakiness, uh, Tony, okay? And WCW wonders why they eventually got sued by Sonny Odo. Mark Curtis approaches Glacier to pat him down and check for weapons. Folks, I might be high as shit, but it appears that at one moment during checking Glacier for weapons, Mark Curtis does part of the chicken dance. You know the part where you bob your fists and put them under your armpits and flap your arms like wings? God, I hate the chicken dance, but I swear to you, it looks like referee Mark Curtis is doing the chicken dance. I could be wrong, though. Referee Mark Curtis calls for the bell. Glacier does his patented kata and bows to referee Mark Curtis. This time, Mark Curtis is in full view, and we can see that Mark Curtis just nods his head in sort of agreement, like, okay, you're going to bow. I guess, I guess that's okay. Go ahead. Glacier does his kata and bows to Pat Tanaka. Glacier used a thrust kick to win from the top rope last time we saw him. No, Tony, that was on WCW Pro that he used the leaping thrust kick. Not on Nitro, which was the last time we saw him, but whatever. Larry Sabisco now, upon seeing Glacier do his kata a fourth, fifth, or even sixth time, explains to us what it means. 
And you know, as you put your fist behind your hand, that symbolizes your fist is your weapon. But you will not use it unless necessary. And of course, with uh, Patanaka, it's going to be necessary. Glacier's fighting stance is dangerously close to the real Sub-Zero stance this week, ladies and gentlemen. However, it's dangerously close to a stance that Sub-Zero will use in a future Mortal Kombat game that came out in like 2003 or whatever. So, maybe Mortal Kombat stole from Glacier. I don't know. The combatants circle one another in the ring. Patanaka lunges, threatening to throw a tiny gut punch, but it appears that it was just for show to try to throw Glacier off of his game. Patanaka then does a Bruce Lee-style walk in place and wipes his nose as a taunt. You've seen Bruce Lee do this, where he kind of walks in place and wipes his nose like, come on! That was a, that was a Tekken impression, not a real Bruce Lee impression. But Bruce Lee is guilty of of very high-pitched high yas okay? And that's cool. Like, uh, that's not a mockery. That makes Bruce Lee stand out as a badass. I'm just saying, I'm not trying to be a stereotype. Shades of Tony Schiavone earlier. That's all. That's all. Now, Pat Tanaka enters his own kata stance after the Bruce Lee taunt and lunges forward with a judo chop. But this judo chop is blocked with a palm strike to the midsection by our hero, Glacier. You know, folks, the palm strike is a very deadly weapon. It's a good thing he only hit Tanaka in the midsection. Because a rightly placed palm strike can push that nose into the brain. And you dead. I think Schwarzenegger does it in Commando. Or something. Now, Larry explains what happened for our visually impaired audience. The palm strike is you hit the man with the palm, and that's a devastating blow. It's the point. It's the point you hit that creates the impact. Thank you, Larry. Tanaka steps forward to kick Glacier, but Glacier goes down for the cheap leg sweep. Shades of your fiance, would you play them in Mortal Kombat? Oh, I don't know how to play this game at all. Well, you've certainly mastered the leg sweep. Anywho, Glacier does his kata yet again. Pat Tanaka bounces off the ropes. Glacier planks. Tanaka leaps over Glacier. Glacier stands up, leaps in the air to do some sort of a great Glacier Steiner, but he's caught by Pat Tanaka, and Tanaka counters into a vicious sit-out powerbomb, an actual wrestling move in a martial arts contest. Pat Tanaka, what are you thinking? Again, Glacier sort of no-sells this by doing the splits, copping fucking Sub-Zero slide stance, and standing up. I think that is going to be a patented Glacier maneuver. I want to see if it continues forward when the Glacier presentation becomes something WCW is no longer interested in. Now, during Glacier's splits stand-up, Pat Tanaka is celebrating O'Doyle rule style and not paying attention to the action. He turns around and eats a roundhouse kick to the skull, a cryonic roundhouse kick, if you will. Glacier covers one, two, three! Glacier, of course celebrates by letting his music play, standing in the center of the ring, posing, and pivoting his head when the music beat dictates he should. Duh! Pivot the head, stick da 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 Pivot the head, dun dun da da Pivot the head, dun 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 da Pivot the head again. It's glorious. The undefeated streak of Glacier lives on! 
Well, I was looking forward to analyzing a lot of martial arts, but it didn't last long enough. Oh, Larry, and I wanted you to do so too. You know, we better talk to this Glacier guy before the New World Order recruits him. Oh, we are so close. I thought for sure we were going to get New World Order, but I don't know if he said that yet. I really don't know. But ladies and gentlemen, that is the end of the match, which also wraps up September of 96 for Glacier. So let's give this match a ranking. So, in terms of overall entertainment, I have to admit, this match was carried by the ridiculous commentary of Larry Zbysko, Mark Curtis, and Pat Tanaka. Like, I feel like they were doing all the heavy lifting for my personal entertainment. Now, Glacier was his normal self. But, flip side of that, we saw sweeps, roundhouse, and the slide yet again. So we're, we are continuing to copyright and infringe on Mortal Kombat. And, this is my big problem with this match. Just to, to dare with the whole thing down. We saw Glacier do a palm strike. And, and that's fine. I don't care. But, what I want to see is I want Glacier to do a palm strike and I want him to take his other hand and put it upside down under his other hand like he's throwing the ice like Sub-Zero does and do a double palm thrust into somebody's gut and then stand there like like he's throwing ice. I'm waiting for that. If that happens, I will eat my hat in celebration. All that being said, the entertainment... <laughs> It was good. Like, this was good. Like, it was ridiculous. The match is only like a minute, which was a bit of a disappointment. Because much like Larry, I was hoping for a ridiculous, fake-ass martial arts wrestling match in this one. The, Bubba played off of Glacier so well. And Tanaka did too. But I feel like Tanaka was able to give us a different presentation of playing off Glacier. And, and it could have really gone the distance. I could have taken six minutes of this. Not just one. So, in the end... Good, but not as epic as a debut. I'm going to rank this match Sub-Zero wins. Which is just like a three star out of five. But that's okay. A five and a three, eight out of two, average of four. Not bad because like I said, it wraps up September. And that's going to end the debut episode of Freeze Man. Now, just a little tease here. Two treats for you and then we're gone. I want to tease some of the opponents that are coming up in the future editions of Freeze Man. Glacier is going to battle opponents like a 1996 Disco Inferno. Who's going to carry that match? Eventually, Glacier will do battle with Sergeant Buddy Lee Parker. How will Glacier handle with fighting a lawman in the center of the ring? Will he have flashbacks of his dead father? Oh, Father, I betrayed you by becoming the Glacier. I should have become a police officer, but now I must defeat you. Sergeant Bailey Parker, you are the ghost of my father! He's going to take on Billy the Kid Man. And someday in the future, ladies and gentlemen, Glacier will meet his match in the form of his arch nemesis, Morneth. Who better than Morneth? Well, Scorpion for one, but we will also be able to see if Mortis is dangerously close to Sub-Zero's rival, Scorpion. Oh! Oh, I cannot wait. The future of Freeze Man is bright. And I promised one more little quick fun one. In honor of this new venture, 
here on the new TNN, I'm going to take a moment to perform a little real special edition of Quickman here as ChatGPD GPT helped me compile a Hulk Hogan promo where he talks about Glacier. Shall we? Well, well, well. What do we have here? It's Glacier, the master of ice, the cool cat with his martial arts moves. But let me tell you something, brother. Your martial arts don't scare me one bit. I've seen more kicks in a rocket show than you've thrown in your entire career. Glacier, you may think you're the next Bruce Lee, but let me tell you something, brother. You're more like a melted ice cube. I face the toughest opponents in a squared circle, and trust me, your little karate chops won't put a dent in Hulkmania. So, Glacier, if you're ready to step in the ring with the greatest, the immortal Hulk Hogan, and prepare to slip and slide, because when I'm done with you, you'll be begging for mercy on the ice rink. Oh, begging, that was a shitty finish from you, ChatGPT. Come on, man. But I do like slipping and sliding. And folks, Freeze Man is complete. Make sure along the way, as you're listening to this new endeavor, share it with your friends. You, I know you know somebody out there that thinks Glacier is just as awesome or ridiculous as I do. And, and you know that they want to hear it, share it with them, and, and make sure that you're subscribed to the new TNN so you automatically download new episodes that come out. Like, hey, you didn't wake up today expecting to see Freeze, man. You didn't even know it was a thing. And now you have it on your portable device to listen to whatever your heart desires. I'm Johnny C. The winner is you. Man, tell me, did you enjoy it? Did you expect there to be hidden dialogue from Mr. Freeze? Yes, yes, grab the gem, kill the heroes. I hate you, Batman. I'm Mr. Freeze. Mm. Mm.